Okay. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for joining our amazing call tonight. I have a special topic. We're going to talk about the new year and snacking and food prep and meal prep and all this important stuff. But I just had an amazing conversation pre-hitting record with one of our challengers. And uh, we want to just sum up, like, the biggest takeaway. Um, and I would say that that was she had some weight gain back and then was able to get herself back on track and is already starting to see the numbers come down. And when she broke down, um, how things broke down, it was, number one, stop participating in the group. Number two, stop getting on the scale. Therefore, number three, stop tracking. And uh, the keys to getting back were reaching out to our coach, getting an accountability partner for tracking and getting on the scale every day. And it's amazing how really those bunnies are the core to success. So uh, I put her on the spot and I said, life happens, really difficult, challenging things happen where people all question, can I still put any effort, focus into my weight, into my health, when these other big important things are going on? So what's the question? How can you look back or look forward and see, okay, maybe there's a lot of stuff I couldn't change, but there are things I could do differently in the future. So you're asking me again? Yeah, like what are the things that going forward in a situation that would be similar, hopefully for a sim client instead of for something difficult, but we all know difficult things happen. Yeah. So um, so like number one, I, I should still stay glued to the scale. Like that should definitely not I shouldn't say just because I had a bad day yesterday, I'm not going on the scale. Go on the scale every single day, even if I didn't stick to what I would like to be a good day the day before. Um, so I think well, that that would, would really like positive? open up my eyes. Look and staying positive also, you know, I, okay, I, I yesterday was challenging, but I'm gonna, but I could have a weight loss day today. And keep telling me, telling, telling myself that I could, I, I could have a weight loss day. Mm -hmm. And what else can you say? Because, like you said, the situation was extremely challenging, and we all go through very challenging things. What can we say to ourselves that, like, yes, I'm seeing this scale maybe go up two, three, four days in a row? What can we say to ourselves when that's happening? Like, to own it's. Our and also not saying to myself, you know, when I saw the scale go up one pound and I said, okay, it's not so bad. Then I saw three pounds. I said it was only three pounds. Then it was six pounds. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Six pounds. I'm still under the 160s. I could definitely, you know, I'm not so bad. All of a sudden it was 10 pounds when I came back from a vacation with my parents. I took them away a little bit. I come back and I get on the scale. I'm like, 10 pounds, that's it. I have to, I have to get a hold of myself and I've got to get back onto it and I've got to, you know. And already a bunch of it's gone because you're doing great. You got back to the bunny. Yeah. That's right. And that is a so, huge part of the journey. 
is figuring out what are you allowing yourself to vary in because maintenance will never look identical weight every day that's not a thing that's not possible for our bodies our bodies right and it was and weight is i mean i was like i've been on i've been maintaining i was maintaining for about two months before i started going up two or three months i i wasn't losing because i was just maintaining and i and I, and I should, they should have been weight loss months, but I was, I was like, okay, I'm happy with myself. Even though I kept saying, I want to see a lower number. I want to see a lower number, but I wasn't actually doing it to get lower. Mm. And then slowly but surely, creep, creep, creep. Right. You know, I just I remember my, my, my brother came in and I was like, okay, I'm only two pounds up. It's not so bad. I still look good. And I, and not only that, I still keep getting compliments throughout yeah. the whole thing. You look so good. You're so skinny. You look so good. So here I'm thinking to myself, okay, I look good. Nobody like really knows that I, that I see that I gained. You know, everybody right. else still thinks I'm looking good. But then I look at some, you know, I've been doing some videotaping of myself teaching so I could see how I could change in, that, in another part of my life, and I'm looking at myself, videotape myself back in September, and I'm like, wow, I was so skinny then. You know, so I could see that I, I could see it on myself, even if other people are, um, even though I'm getting compliments from other people, I can see it on myself that but you've already, no, I'm not you what know, I was. Started heading back in the right direction. You're already making progress, and I think that's. Um, Fantastic. So I'm so happy we have so many people on now. And thank you so much for telling your story and sharing it with us. Okay. Uh, I'm going to open with the topic of today. And then I'm going to hear what's working for you guys and what you're learning, what you're struggling with. And I'll share for myself as well. So tonight's topic is snacking. And for anybody who chooses to get my email, I sent out a little picture today with, uh, for a lot of us, especially in America, there's this concept of three meals and two snacks, a morning snack and an afternoon snack. And um, Alana talks about not, uh, that snacks should be optional, that really we should be able to go from meal to meal um, without eating. And that that time in between is the time that our body is using the food and then going into stored fat. And then we have another good meal. And then if we know our meal is late or we're unsure of what's going to be or we're finding that we're, we're going to struggle to make it to dinner because it's not prepared in advance, you know, we're getting home from work and we need a snack, snacks and all, right? Uh, veggies are always okay, you know? But again, to really keep in mind this idea of, three meals, but you have, I would say, nutritional science, generally fitness science in America, hugely promoting three meals, two snacks. Even here in Israel where I live, kids have breakfast, they have arukhat eser, they have lunch, they have four o'clock snack, they have dinner, and they're to bed. So there's definitely two approaches here to snack. And what I'm thinking that's very interesting is while Alana went in her video says, hey, this is what a snack should look like, in her coaching videos for coaches, she says very clearly, don't tell someone they can't have a snack. I have clients who have lost weight successfully who eat 
pre-workout and post-workout something. And I have clients that don't. You have to try it, track it, and see. Cultures, statistically, that eat three meals, statistically have lower body weights, retain lower body rates throughout their lives, especially in children, older adults. Everybody has lower body weight. Cultures that eat more times a day weigh more. When you go on that kind of data, you have to look and ask yourself, where am I right now? Is the snack helping me? Is it not helping me? Can it be helping me at some point in my weight loss or with certain kinds of workouts and with others not? And that is also why she goes back to saying, figure out how much food you need and what you need, not on your toughest workout days. Because when you plan your food based on your toughest, most strenuous workout days, you're always going to end up overeating um, because of that feeling and that burn and that rush in your metabolism. But just because your metabolism burns faster, like they keep promising us, right, eat more, eat more, eat more, that doesn't always equal weight loss. And that's why so many times we feel like we're failing in traditional diets because we're eating according to a very specific menu and we're not seeing the results that we want and we have to own our bodies water first veggies most works for everybody getting on the scale tracking works for everybody what's going to work for you whether you need a morning snack or an afternoon snack or just more food at your actual meal and no snack and water in between that is a process of discovery that will be tweaked and changed and may be true one way now and as you're fitter, true, later, differently. Okay. Do we all get what I was saying? Are we all on the same page? Good. Okay. So I want to open it up and I want to talk about how you're eating. Okay. I want to hear what's working for you. Where are you struggling? Okay. Are there habits that you're trying to break? Uh, are there things that you really felt successful with that even if other things are off, they've really stayed consistent? Uh, and I'm going to look for a volunteer. Mm, the gorgeous one on the side who's food prepping. How about you? Hello. I'm trying. Yep, yeah, you. I'm trying to unmute oh, makeup. Ah, you remuted. Hold on. Clean up. <laughs> there you are. Okay. okay. What uh, is so working I'm, for you? I'm very new to the program. That's right. Um, today is actually the first day I started writing down my food in my tracker. Right. I, I got the package and I didn't even properly, you know, open it up until this past weekend. And I decided today I'm starting to write everything down. Perfect um, call for you then. You I just see that you just saw how it is. writing is and, the key. And I forgot as I went on the group and someone wrote, Oh, is there a call now? I'm like, Oh, I can actually talk now. Cause I can. So this, this has been working so amazingly for me. I love this bottle. I, I drink all the time. Um, when I remember to take it with me, it's just, I keep on drinking. I find that it's so helpful and I managed to wake up this morning after Shabbat with, um, a weight loss on the scale. Um, partially because 
I, I did have company Friday night, but I'm prepping the food. I'm including a lot of healthy side dishes. I'm, I'm following the rules of water first, veggies most, keeping the proteins um, in. Um, we keep on saying this all the time, that routine and, and planning. So now I have my, I keep my yogurts or whatever I have in the morning with some fruit, or I have these, those puffed quinoa. It keeps me full for hours, um, really until lunchtime where I try to fit in some healthy salad with protein. Um, I love when I'm, when I manage to make time to have my Shakeology, and maybe that's the only snack that. Uh, I did have today, you can call, I don't know if that's considered a snack, but that kept me going until dinner where I managed to leftover protein from Shabbat, cooked vegetables. And what I really want to work on is, is dinner and done because that's my biggest challenge. I think we've discussed this with you many times. That's always, always been my biggest challenge, the snacking at nighttime, the opening up my laptop and eating something to put in my mouth while I'm working or to keep me busier so that tonight i decided i'm going to eat dinner and i'm going to be done so good luck let us know how it goes if i can keep that that will be very helpful absolutely and let us know how that like how the mindset of just deciding like oh okay i can choose in advance of the situation that i i don't need to eat after this time or after dinner i'm done and I feel like for a lot of people, that afternoon snack feeds into dinner and done. People who struggle with dinner and done tend to like an afternoon snack, so dinner can be a little bit later, and therefore dinner and done makes a lot more sense. It's a lot easier, and they're not eating dinner at 6 and going to bed at 1. You know, we have a lot of hours, then enough to get hungry again, and then question, should I eat, should I not eat, I'm hungry, I don't know. Um, as well. So I think that's fantastic. Um, great. And keep listening and keep watching the videos and, and come back. Okay. Um, Hannah, how are okay, you? Uh, um, okay. Help. Did I, uh, can you hear me? Yep. You're great. Okay. So I only have, I like stopped tracking, which was bad. I wasn't gaining, but I was not losing any weight. And on Tuesday, my husband actually came back from the States and he brought me my tracker. So I started tracking again. Um, definitely, I think that drinking before I eat helps. Um, just like even if I'm going to have the snack anyways, mm -hmm. but if I drink water first, I'm not ravenous, which definitely helps. Um, I'm also struggling with dinner and done, which mm -hmm. has been like from the beginning. That's hard for me. And even like tonight I had dinner at six right. and then at eight, I got hungry again. So I ate a salad and I, that was like, for me, I'm hoping it will be okay. We'll see tomorrow right. <laughs> because at least it's a vegetable and it's not a cookie. Right. That's fantastic. Um, it's a gift to yourself. Whether or not you see the weight loss and you just mark in your tracker, oh, I need more food at dinner. If I'm going to finish my food at 6 and go to bed late, I need a bigger dinner. Like that, that's a big question. Because, again, if you can eat a salad an hour later, just add the salad to dinner. Or see maybe that works. Eight's not such a late thing. 
because you want to be full and satisfied enough from your veggies. You want to have enough volume of veggies that you feel done. See, the, my thing is that I find that veggies don't last long. Like when I had dinner at six, I was full. I had two zucchinis that I made into zoodles. I had cheese. I even had like a little bit of carbohydrates. I had half a cup of pasta with it because I'm gonna I'm gonna need the energy. Right. And I had cottage cheese, but it doesn't last. That's why I think that's the way I do. So again, you wanna look, remember, go back to Alana's food groups, right? The point of vegetables is to get you full, but what keeps you full? The protein. Protein. So again, cottage cheese. Might have seven yeah. grams of protein, for example, right? A Greek yogurt, yeah. same size, 10 to 15 grams of protein. Uh-huh. Salmon has 20 grams of protein. Shakeology with collagen, all for around the same within 70 calories. You're talking about great differences of protein. So, again, playing with do I need to be flaccid at night? You know, like, do I need to eat fish? Do I need to eat? an eight egg white omelet with my zoodles and cheese to in order to be faithful because that comes from protein and you set that up so perfectly in a learning curious mindset. So really call it kavod because that's exactly what you want to say. Hmm, I needed to eat later. Or even is that eight o'clock your dinner is done? Is six your snack? Uh-huh. <laughs> It's a really big snack. Okay. (laughs) Right here. You know, and ask yourself those kind of questions and be curious as to what's going to work for you. Um, And and I I think that was, you couldn't have done it. Fantastic job. So let us know and maybe get in touch with Amira and be nighttime success buddies since you both work at home at night sometimes. A little uh, WhatsApp buddy group like, you know, nine o'clock still. Done, done, dinner and done. Like, you know, it's not a, not a bad thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great job. Okay. Um, Jody, how is it going? Are you snacking? You finding snacks helpful? Are you bringing veggies? Are you snacking? Are you found that slowly you didn't need snacks? Where are you? Oh, I can't hear you. You're not muted, but I can't hear you. Still not? Uh, Can you hear me now? Yeah, we got you. Okay. It was something in my earphones. Um, I generally um, try not to snack in the morning, like I have breakfast, but I do break up my meals because um, I can't eat. Hold on, we lost you. Hold on. How's that? You're better. Better. Okay. So I can't eat too much at once in the morning. So I generally end when I'm changing. IBS issues. We'll just break that up for everybody. Yes. And this is why I'm this. There's no hard and fast rule. You have to know your body and learn yourself. Right. Yeah. Um, And the other part is that when I'm seeing clients in the morning, I don't have time. Because it's, you know, I can't eat too much at the begin- before clients and then I start seeing them and then I have like two and a half seconds in between 
So I definitely break, break it up. I'll have like a little bit of a carb and I'll have coffee and then I'll have a protein, you know, egg or um, uh, whatever, whatever it is, a yogurt or whatever it is in the morning. So I break up. The morning is not a, a, an issue for me in terms of snacking. Um, the, in the afternoon, depending on my, my work day, I love the beach bars. I feel like that gives me, if I'm, if I'm intentional when I eat it and I don't just inhale it, it holds me really well. Sometimes I try to do a shake, um, and vegetables. I'll do, you know, baby carrots, baby, you know, bell peppers, um, all that kind of stuff. So that's, that's what I do in terms of snacking. Um, in um, a two-month challenge, we're not in a plateau, we're not stuck, I am staying in the same kilo for the past two months, which is not two months, it's really one month, but I hit that lowest weight, you know, that low weight temporarily the month before. So I'm frustrated with that. I'm focusing on the fact that I'm really okay where I'm at, and if I keep just experiment. I'm just experimenting to try to figure out what it is. Um, and we'll see. Right. So I'm trying to maintain a positive mindset. In the meantime, in your workouts, gains or inch losses while you've been maintaining the same weight or strength gains? So I haven't measured myself. Um, I haven't measured myself. Um, I'm, my clothes are, are good. You know, I'm not seeing like major, I, I did go down to size and then I'm sort of like playing around in that. I'm definitely going up in my weight and my, uh, you know, my stamina, my, that, that's definitely happening. Um, and my kids keep like saying to me, they're so cute. You know, they're, they're like, you know, mommy, chill out. Look at you. Like you're doing amazing. So it's really nice to be able to get that positive feedback from them. Um, you know, and the fact that they really see that I'm really doing a good job and they're keeping me in check, which is really sort of cute in terms of not getting too caught up in the, in the scale. When I, whenever I do, again, for everyone who doesn't know me, my kid, I'm talking about my big kids that work out also when we talk about this stuff and we talk about the difference between gaining muscle and, and, gain, and losing fat and, and things like that. So I'm not talking to my little kids about feeling fine. Um. Just one thing I want to say, I think it was a beautiful share. One thing that I think to be really hopeful about is the fact that you stay in the same kilo and you've had all these other gains. Sometimes it's really like just climbing that mountain and you're steady. Really going to pay off at the top, you know, and because you're, you're doing yeah. that change. And uh, Joel talked about that a lot. Uh, he's one of the trainers from Beachbody On Demand who did the program Live For, which is an amazing program. It takes you from nothing. Amazing. I started it from injured and not working out for a while to getting back to my strongest in uh, 16 weeks. So I did this whole program twice. And when we did it for the second time, he kept repeating over and over again, you're not going to constantly see change. You're not going to constantly see change. But what you are is it's like you're firing this engine and you're plugging at the well and just don't stop because the flow is coming. The water is rising to meet you. And uh, that's a perfect segue into our theme for 2019 for January, which is... Maybe froze, Lily. Yeah, I was about to sell her. I'm here. Can you guys hear me now? There you are. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. So it was a perfect lead in to the name of our group for 2019 uh, in 2B Mindset. And for those who are starting to work out with Beach Body On Demand, the theme is going to be rise up. Like the waters are rising up to meet us, our efforts are rising up, and we want to continue to rise. Uh, together, so it's uh, rise up and a lot of really cool, exciting stuff happening uh, for those who are starting uh, their fitness journey. Um, no matter where you are on your weight loss journey, it's going to be really exciting. Um, all the new content we have happening on the nutrition side and the personal development side, as well as on the fitness side. Um, but you're you're doing amazing, and we're just so proud of you, and we're so proud of the way you're sharing and your activity, and super inspiring. Okay, um, let's see, Ira, how's it going? I know you're like, see, Ira's in a great place. She's lost actually a bunch of inches and unfortunate weight from being ill, but um, really working on a healthy mindset with food, an amazing coach. And so do you stack more because you're more in a maintenance mindset? Or um, do you, feel like you don't need it. So I think it depends on the day for me. So my typical day is I don't eat before I leave the house. Um, I guess I've been taking antibiotic every morning, so I need to take it an hour before I eat. So like I'll take my antibiotic, I'll either drop off yeah, all right, gone, or I'll go straight to work. I'll get to work and I'll either have like one of those um, 16 ounce, 16 ounce? No, I think it's more of like an eight ounce cup of water. I'll have like one or two of them. It's about warm. Um, and then like half an hour to an hour later, I'll be like, oh, I have to eat. What do I have? What did I bring with me? I'm like, oh, look, I have oatmeal on my, on my shelf. So I'll make some oatmeal with some milk. I add a little bit of brown sugar because it tastes really good. Um, and like that's, I, I like that it tastes good. So I don't mind having just a little bit with it. Um, and that'll really keep me over till lunch. I try taking every day with me when I write, when I leave the house, a whole pepper, a whole cucumber, um, I have a lemon in the office. Um, if I have cabbage, pre-sliced cabbage, or I have spinach, I'll just kind of like take a whole, like, you know, good handful, stick it in a plastic bag, shove it in my purse. Um, and by the time I finish eating lunch at like 2.30, I'm like, oh, in an hour and a bit, I'm going to go pick up Yara from gone. Oh, I need to eat a little something. Just like so that my energy continues with her and like sometimes I need it and sometimes I don't it really all depends on how many times that I go up and down the stairs at the museum we don't have an elevator so if I want to go to the bathroom I have to go up and down the stairs um but one thing that also keeps me really full throughout the day is the warm water that I'm drinking like you know um one of the big tricks that Alana talks about is the moment you finish your glass just refill it just just go like, cause if you let it stay empty for too long, you're not going to go and refill it. And so one of the big things for me is that like, I finish it and I'm like, Oh, got to go refill it. And I refill it. And I'm like, Oh, I'm still really thirsty. I'll chug another glass and I'll refill it. So by the time, you know, um, by the time I get back to my desk, I'm like, Oh, I gotta really pee. So then I'm like, all right, I got to go downstairs. Cause that's where the bathroom is. There's no bathroom on our floor. Um, you can ask, ask any of my colleagues when I was pregnant, how, how wonderful that was. But, um, you know, so, so snacking for me, it really all depends on how big, how big was my lunch or what, what is my lunch? Because if, if I know my lunch is really, really yummy 
and I'm just like dousing it in lemon juice or a little bit of this or that, I'm going to want to fill myself on that instead of a snack. Um, but like, there's that's a great point. Let's just pause, take that in. If we're excited about our yummy vegetables and our yummy food yeah. and our full big lunches that you see she posts, we don't want a snack because we want to be hungry and enjoy our big lunch. Uh, right. That's a great point. So when, when I realized I was getting my uh, second sinus infection for the month, um, I was like, hmm, I have something not nice to say about that. I'm going to have a Reese's cup. And I did. And I loved every bite of it. And it was yummy and it was delicious. But then again, 20 minutes later, I was hungry. So, you know, even though it was yummy and delicious and I don't regret eating any part of that, because um, like I said, it was salty and yummy and wonderful. Um, you know, I was hungry. And so I was like, oh, man, what do I have to eat? And I was like, well, since Reese's Cups for breakfast, let's actually have oatmeal, which is actually going to fill me and keep me sustained. So... You know, so, you know, I recognize that as well, but I was pretty upset to get my sinus infection back, I have to admit. For sure. <laughs> uh, I think that was fantastic and great points how you recognize that, like, a treat doesn't replace food, and uh, yeah. it's the actual food that gives us energy. So, and there are, there are a bunch of also Instagram accounts that I've actually been following recently where they kind of do comparisons similar to Alana in similar nature, yes. where they're saying, well, um, this is a hundred grams and they're like something else. This is a hundred grams. And you're like, Ooh, I like that comparison. It helped also figure out a little bit similar to how Alana built her list from the higher fiber, if I'm not mistaken, yes. to lower fiber. And, and that too is also really helpful. So, mm -hmm. you know, so when I'm looking or thinking about meal planning and looking at which vegetables I want to have this week, well, it's, I like having like that uh, combination. Absolutely. And that's a fantastic point. And she's referring to the food list, guys, which most people don't look at, and you should, that come with your To Me mindset. And when I actually look at the food list, Alana ranks foods, and again, so many vegetables. There are so many wonderful vegetables in the world that uh, don't fit on that list. Okay. I'm going to bring back uh, to sum up snacking in our last six minutes, and I'll take uh, any last questions about this topic. Uh, I'll share just personally. I found that when I work out super hard in the morning and I add in a snack because, again, that training from so long thinking, I should have a snack because I did a super long hard workout, it leads to more eating because I'm training myself to eat when I'm not actually hungry. I'm training myself to feed a fear a fear that my body needs something that I don't know it needs. Like if anybody's ever nursed a baby, you're afraid you might not have enough milk because there's no gauge, there's no portion on the side that says, hey, you have produced enough. So when I do a longer, harder workout, I definitely, especially because I don't always have fruit, since I prefer having oatmeal or toast or a different grain or a lentil or a bean or something else, I was noticing when I was having fruit and I was thinking, oh, Fruit's a great snack. That's an FFC I could put in as a snack, and I could put that in post-workout, and I just found that it leads to more snacking. Uh, one of the things Alana says, it's fine to have a snack. When we get into snacking, we go down a road where we're eating when we're not hungry, and when you do that and you do that and you do that, it's okay, because I wanted a snack. And uh, just to remember that really, 
reminding myself that even when I'm doing a longer, harder workout, I think I need more food. What I really need is more water and probably more rest. And especially because I work out super early in the morning and a longer workout means I get up even earlier, probably that means I need to take an extra rest day in the week and break on my workouts a little differently or get more sleep at night if that's possible. So again, just reminding yourself of these things. And like Sierra said, there are total uh, normal emotional reasons why we eat. Uh, I was having such a great week and I was so proud of myself. I tracked everything today, but I certainly had, uh, I've been making these new year visions and it's um, intimidating what I want for the new year. And it's as it's starting and I'm working and doing the work to kind of get clear on my goals um, living up to them is scary. Living up to the people we want to be is scary. And that's why you have to go back and take it two pounds at a time. And that's why Alana believes in that so much because it's so important to have a big vision for what you want and to get really clear. I want to lose 50 pounds. I want to lose 70 pounds. I want to lose 10 pounds. But the second you start thinking like that, it's overwhelming and you have to go back to say, okay, that's what I want. And Alana was saying this day, which really stuck home with me. If you want to be a lower weight and you find that you're struggling in the same area, same area, you have to ask yourself, am I eating like somebody who's at the weight I am now? Or am I eating like somebody who's at the weight I want to be? And I was like, oh, got me right there, right? I'm eating the way somebody's eating today that I want to be. So, um, and that again, just brings you back two pounds at a time tracking going on the scale and just acknowledging these are my choices these are my workouts this is how i'm handling things and this is what's happening and that's okay because it's in my power to change i'm the one with the keys to the car i'm the one driving and it's my choice which route i'm going to take am i going to take a route to that goal even if it's a little windier uh, you know, or am I just going to speed without looking? And of course you're going to crash. So really two pounds at a time, focusing on the bunnies. Cause that's what works every single time we get on one of these calls and we say, what's working. Oh, I'm tracking. I'm getting on the scale. I'm eating veggies. Most I'm using the recipes and the to be mindset recipe book. Cause they're awesome. And, and, and they make me feel good and they just make sense and they're easy. And I just look at my week ahead and I plan. So Again, it's every time you lean into the group, people are more successful. So get a partner. If you're struggling with something, you're choosing to struggle alone. How silly is that? Don't choose to struggle alone. Get in the group. Get involved. Get help. You know, again, you don't have to have a success party. You have an entire success community. 10 o'clock is your difficult time. Get in the group at 10 and say, hey, dinner and done. And uh, on that note, I want to end the call and let you guys know, thank you so much for showing up for yourselves. You are going to have a tremendous week. Have a great night.